Listener Production. Well, maybe should we just uh, go straight into it? Oh, okay. Whatever. I'll, it up, fo- I'll follow. It. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, who cares? Let's do that. Same but new but old but young and new and fresh. So better. Hello, hello, hello. The Sushi Mango Saucy Meatballs podcast, the updated version. New but old. Old but still new. We are old as shit. My back's hurting. My, my foot is so sore. Well, I, can, I can't feel my shoulder. So, who are you, man? I'm James. I'm the producer. Shut of the up, po- man. Okay. A podcast. Fake laugh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, roll it. <laughs> All right, so, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special episode here for you today. We have uh, someone who's very, very uh, well-known. Accomplished. The, uh, very well-accomplished, well-known in the ethnic community and the Skippy community. Yeah. <laughs> okay. very, well, we very. call that mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me read out a few, a few uh, bits and pieces here. Actually, you should read it. Okay. So, Last King of the Cross, Wentworth, Underbelly, the Wog Boys... Uh, Trilogy, uh, why don't you tell us? You tell us what you mean. <laughs> Let's introduce him <laughs> first. What have you got Ladies there? and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Tony Nicolopoulos. Hey! hey! How are you, mate? AKA my neck. Steve, my neck. Steve, my neck. Say government guy. Now, for, for, to get this question out of the way, that, that line, how many people over the years have come up to you and quoted that line? Oh, look, mate, I'd be... Walking somewhere, just minding my own business, I'll hear behind me someone saying, Eh, Steve, my neck. Everywhere, like, you know, festivals, Oakley all the time, those that, sort of places. That yeah. one there would be, <laughs> do you say government car? You must get um, compensation. Uh, compensation. Like, they were just, they, they, that, that character in that movie, I know we're jumping straight to it, but yep. it, it, it's just really. The movie was great. We all loved the movie. We've said it a million times. I've spoken to yeah. you know with Nick. We've worked, we've worked with Nick now, and we we loved it. And Color Color always says it sort of was the first time we looked looked on the screen, and you almost saw yourself on the screen. But mm. the character you played was like a hyper character who was just you know like, and it just blew off the screen, man. Yeah, he certainly was. Look, it was like the character was created by Chris Anastasiadis. Yeah. Right, it was one of his because he was the writer. Well, that was my next question. How, where'd you find the character? Like, so he wrote the character. Right. It was one of his because he's got some really interesting characters in his head, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> as a writer, and he's written most of those shows. Yeah. Uh, up until a point, and he's you know written high ground. So he write he, he dwells out of the ethnic, but that was where he earned his crust. You know, and when I read it, I just thought of my uncles. Mm. You know, the way they used to talk and the way that they, you know, the big slaps on the back and they had a certain gravitas, the way they used to carry on. Mm. Yeah, so I tried to make the character as real as I could, but then making, give him that comical sort of energy. It was, it was. It was perfect, Was there one particular person that that, that you honed in on? Like Uh, a particular uncle or was it a mixture of people? You know, it was a mixture of a couple of uncles who were that, you know, those strong headed sort of, they almost think they're philosophers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they've always got an opinion. There's always one of those in the family. <laughs> and and, one, and you know, one of my brothers who was just, a, you know, just a real hard, hard nut. Yeah. Uh, and then the rest comes within the, di- you know, the dialogue's there. It sort of tells you. I'm, I'm biletics. Yeah. I'm biletics. <laughs> but on the ground. And, <laughs> but was that? Yeah, that's my Greek money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Greek money. <laughs> so, what, so all of those lines... Written in, or did you just come up with any on the spot? Jeez, man, did you just play with them? A bit? I mean, that was a long time ago now, man. Was that but 20, uh, twenty something years ago. Twenty twenty. Well, look, I'm pretty sure the, the the dialogue was there, but there was room. Alexi Velas, who directed, then yep. allowed you to sort of explore the character a little bit. 
you know, and sort of so if something comes naturally, you just they're yeah. either going to go, you know, yeah, 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 yeah cut yeah. it or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cut it or keep it. How did the um, how did the role come about? I think I was in a film called Head On at the time. Oh. I remember Head I On. Head On, yeah. Head On yeah, well, with Dimitriatis. Yeah, I played the, the dad right. in that. Yes. And uh, I'm not sure if it was Alexi or Nick that wanted me to audition for the for that role. And I went in and auditioned and, and that was that. Alexi loved what I did and yeah. so did Nick and, and, befo- and Chris and, you know. Before that, had you done a lot of um, acting before? Like you're yeah, acting yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. But so, Look, you know, graduated from uni and, yeah. and sort of like was a, I'm a director, teacher, coach, writer. But I, you know, worked wherever I could. Mm. But I think Head On was the sort of the the big one because I had won an award and I was overseas working with the National Theatre Company in Greece. I wanted to sort of establish myself in Greece. Right. But then mm. I got the offer to come back and do Head On to, because to, I'd already started rehearsing, not rehearsing, I'd, I'd already auditioned for it. So you said to establish yourself as an actor in Greece? Yeah, I've got this, I had this thing about wanting to work in the amphitheatre. Yeah, wow. the classics. Yes. Oh, right. Was because that... Gre- the, the Greek theatre was, was really, really big back in the day, right? Oh, it's... Oh, well, they invented talking, it. Just well, ask him. We invented that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but... That was a leading you know, the, 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 the old amphitheatre. Yes, yeah. You know, well, to work in a theatre that was, I don't know, it's over a thousand years old. Oh, no, yeah, no, what am I talking about? Two... 2,000 plus years old. Yeah. But yeah. it didn't happen. I came back. So yeah, when was, they said to me, Tony, they want you to do the film, I just went and did The Islands and uh, went crazy. <laughs> came, came back. As you do. And that was great, that film, because it was, it shocked a lot of people uh, because, you know, you've got a young Greek boy. Mm. Having, yes, yes. Having, well, he was having, having a, a, a homosexual. It was a very ahead of its time. Ahead of its time, that, that, that one there, yeah. you know? It was uh, a bit of, yeah, like you said, a bit controversial, but. Uh, Certainly made some headlines. But the, the Greeks that came along, because they thought, oh, Dimitriadis, Nikolakopoulos, yeah, Kokinos yeah. is a Greek movie. Yeah, yeah. And they seem, you know, well, copying like a, a head job from a fisherman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're, yeah. they're walking out of the it's cinema. It's just like the Greek way. Oh, back no. In the day. Oh, yeah, people yeah, walking yeah. out, were they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, conservative Greeks. Yeah, yeah, Greeks. Absolutely. Yeah. But the Greeks also nice. started the whole thing. I'm joking. We did invent sex, but, No, but, yeah, so people walking out back in the day in that movie, Oh, conservative people, yeah, would work. You know, they'd, they'd be offended or mm. imagine if you're yeah. there now yeah. with your wife and you're there with your daughter or your son and they're only teenagers or yeah. whatever, 18. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit and, much, you're, yeah. And, you're, and you're watching a guy go down on his cousin. Yeah. But you have, you were, you were in all three of the Wog Boy movies and tell us what was it like doing from the first through the second and the last one, the evolution of the, of the storyline and, and how your character and, and whatnot. Look, the first one I thought it was... It was fun. We enjoyed doing it. I thought, oh, this is going to be, a, you know, this is going to be a piece of shit. You know, really? Thing. Did you? Yeah, think okay. I thought critically, this is going to get slammed. It's yeah. not going to do that well. well it kind of did, didn't it? No, uh, it really, I mean, it did great. no. I mean, the, the the people spoke with their wallets and 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 by showing up, but critically, the critics didn't they slam it a little bit? I heard, like, yeah, you're talking about mainstream critics mainstream that don't critics, get, yeah, you know, John Smith. But who I'm walks talking into about the, GP critic. Yeah, GP critic would was, they was wonderful. It. So people Loved raved about it. it. Oh, 100 percent. It did well at the box office, yes. and it became a memorable film for everyone. Hundred percent. Mm. And from that, Nick got another spin-off of of another two stage shows. Mm. Yes. Yeah, off that, and then um, Kings of Mykonos. I was always hoping that the script would go somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, there was sort of talk about me playing an extra character in in Greece, which didn't eventuate. But you have a different director. There's almost like two or three storylines going. You could tell that, and didn't quite catch the audience. Mm. And then the third one, 
Uh, no, it was an interesting, the third one. I just think uh, I hoped that the character would have uh, possibly been a father with a daughter that was going through the issues that he was, you know, like oh, there you was mean, an oh, evolution. Yeah, Nick, okay. I just felt it needed an evolution to bring it rather than going sort of sitting in that same world. Mm -hmm. So you got the funny characters, what you guys did coming in and giving it a yeah. new sense of life. But I don't know, just for me it felt like we've got to take ownership of our ethnic background and yeah. how we want it portrayed sometimes. And if we're telling a story, <laughs> what story are we telling? Yeah. Because yeah, no, we don't want to be, you know... We, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but you, you're not still going to nightclubs and picking up chicks. And, no, uh, no, not often. No, we, we, <laughs> we, we try, but we're <laughs> not allowed. I'd like to. <laughs> but, but I can see how that's funny for an audience. Yeah. But what is it saying to the audience that don't understand and think, oh, do these guys want to be portrayed like that? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. You did make a very valid point there. Yes, absolutely. But hey, um, <laughs> <laughs> we've got to think about that when we do ours, I suppose. No, no, no. <laughs> see, what you're doing is different because you're creating characters in, in, in super costumes and super reality, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're not, you're not apologising yeah. or hiding. Or, so you can place your characters in any situation. Correct, yeah. And they are the stooges that they are. Yes. Yeah. Because of what they're doing. They're not, you're not trying to play a real person. No, yeah. we're trying to be hyper-real. We're, we're just trying to be working on being hyper-real. Like the Marx Brothers type of vibe. Yeah, so it's you know? totally it different genre. It would have been nice to see exactly. that character and, uh, you know, a different level of that character in the, in the third one because he offered the character offered a lot in the first one. Even though it was minimal parts, really yeah, yeah, stood yeah. out. So it would have been good to see another level. Uh, but there was a lot going on in terms of characters. There's a lot of Plus story. there was us in there and then there was all yeah, these different... Heaps. There heaps. was heaps to jam in. So, um, but, yeah, I the can last, see what you mean. The, the, the last thing I just saw you on was the, the last King of the Cross. Oh, yeah. How was that to shoot, man? Like, that, that looked like it was a so big brand new set and... 40, 40, 40 million, million dollars. Yeah. Wow, 40 they, million They bucks. rebuilt the cross. I reckon in the first... I don't know. Let's say let's say the shoot ran for twelve weeks. In the first eight weeks, they would have spent most of their budget. They went crazy no spending. Way. Yeah, and then they, saw, saw it, then yeah. they started to tighten the budget towards the end. Uh -huh. um, look, I thought you know Lincoln and Claude did really well. Yeah, they did the great. Yeah, I, was, they did I was great. really happy to see you know what they sort of came up with. They did so good. But the one like things like I didn't understand, um, like the younger brother. Yes, he's, he's a lovely kid. He's from England. Yeah, but yeah. Why, why? why would you bring a kid from England, from England yeah. to play a, a Sydney Lebanese boy? Yeah. You know, those... those There's plenty was... of them in Sydney. Oh. Unlimited amount of them in Sydney. <laughs> really? You know, and it's... It, look, it resonated. They're going, they're going again. So... Yeah, yeah they're going I don't know again. where the story goes. Yeah, I know. Where, what's where the, they, what's the guy that they got... Um, you Tim got, Roth. You, you got killed, right? Tim Roth. Tim mean. Roth. That was a good get, though, Tim Roth. Yeah, yeah Tim Roth is huge because he... Remember that old school... Gangster movie he played. Pulp Fiction. Remember Pulp, Pulp Fiction? Fiction. In fact, yeah. the start of Pulp Fiction, he was the... You played Lefty the guy, in a, Honey in a Bunny. Yeah. Um, but I love the way he played. He, this movie, he was so... I wonder if that character was like that. Or maybe if that's just uh, the way he played it. But he was just like... Flippant. Yeah, all right. We'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll kill him then. It's fine. <laughs> you know, like he was so relaxed. So, yeah. Look, I, I love seeing when actors play heavies without them trying to be heavy. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's interesting to my, say. Most of the... Underworld figures that I've met in my past, yes. they're charming. Yes, yes. Oh, it's, yes. I'm never on the beat with them when they have to do something. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just see them over a coffee or a social. Mate, event. You are right. They're not, you know, threatening people in terms of the way they talk to you. I'm sure they are threatening in other instances. Yeah, but, at work, you know, at yeah, work. At work. <laughs> at work.
Gee, you're only going to go to work and they're going to murder someone, but uh, yeah, no. Nah. Anyway, yeah. so that that was interesting, and that character was an interesting character you played. Yeah, it's um, strip club owner. I was whatever. asked by a friend of mine in Sydney if I wanted to meet, I think his business partner from back then. I right. said, no, I don't remember. But apparently he did have a really bad uh, wig. To pay, yeah. 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 Uh, but then we're seeing, this, we're seeing the character from John Ibrahim's point of view. Right. They didn't like each other. Nah, okay. So sure. I'm sure, I'm, you know, I'm sure he... So did John tell you a few stories about him or...? I think I did speak to him once he, and I heard from others he, he didn't like this guy. Okay. Yeah, you know, it was well, like you could tell, and you could t- you could tell he did. And I sort of thought I'm going to give this character a little bit of heart wherever I could, make him like you could feel almost feel sorry for him. Mm. And so I made sure that I put that in there, mm. and they couldn't cut around that. So yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you, how do you prepare for characters? That's a question because you're obviously trained professional yeah. actor. You're a, you're you're an acting teacher. You know, you're a high level actor. Director, how do you prepare? Yeah. Director, writer, producer, writer, producer. Uh, you got to, I mean, for me, I read, do I understand the story? What's the story about? Who's the character in the story? Who is this person? Why are they there? Is they're the most, they're the two most important ones. And then as I'm going through the dialogue, what's, why, why is he saying what he's saying? What's the background and what is he not saying? Can you just break that down yeah, a bit? What, what do you mean by what is he not saying? Because sometimes when we talk, we say things, but we're thinking and feeling something else. So therefore it affects the intention of right. what you're trying to say. You know okay. what's what are we all hiding? So uh, when we're when we when we're people, we're showing our persona this way. But what makes our world really interesting is what we're not showing. It's interesting. It's little, you say. There's a no, whole it's, lot it's of little funny, that's, that's, that's 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 profound and very profound. You know, I just go there and go a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, look, sometimes you can do it as simple I'm as only joking. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've learned the lines. I know the rhythm. Yep. I know the beat. I know what's going on. Yeah. And I'm just going to play it. You've got to understand the inner world. Mm-hmm. If I'm angry at you, I might not be showing it, but I'm feeling it. But if it's really, if it's deep-seated, the audience will actually see there's some tension there without you having to try and show it. So yes. acting is about not trying to show it. I'm just curious about the process because we just put a wig on and talk about cucumbers for <laughs> three hours, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not That's it. That's what we do. So you've got to... Get angry and then bring it back and then play the role. From just, just let it sit. Let make sure it's you've got your research, your background work. Let's say your preparation rehearsal. Is that all? From that's like you've entered that into the data system, right? Yep. And it's sitting there, and so that you can call on it whenever you want to, and it's just going to come naturally. Wow. So you're not then trying to think. Oh, this is the line I'm angry with. Sure. Okay. So you're living it. You're breathing it. Yeah. You're, you're 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 in it. But it depends on what I'm doing. It's like you know, with um, we did that big fat Greek thing. With, with George oh, yeah, Cameron, yeah, 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 so that's yeah, just yeah. straight out comedy. Just we're just yeah. improvising, and yeah. there's yeah. no there's no thought process no. there. It's just, just comedy. So listen, so, so Tony. Obviously, you can play. You can do a number of different roles. What, what, what do you prefer to do? What's 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 the the, the, go, the go to? You know, for you, if you had a choice. Um, what's your favourite? Yeah, James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always dreamt about James Bond. Oh yeah, I like meat. Bit of substance to it. It's not about dialogue. It's got to have meat to the story. That's all. Yeah. Like comedy is not. I mean, you oh, like, I love comedy. Like, like it's up there. I find comedy like I find it easy. It's fun to do. It's yeah. like it's like like I'm not working. Yeah. But the media stuff, it's fun. Like I feel like oh, yeah, I'm getting a workout here. Yeah. Okay. This is not. I can't just call it in. There's a couple of uh, shows I got next year that I'm acting in, and they're both going to really push me. 
you know. Tell us what, what do you got? You've so got... one's called Crooked Chef. It's um, it's a film about uh, gangsters and food. So I play the mafia boss. Oh, and that. Oh, wow. So, Italiano. Oh. I hope you guys don't mind. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> and the other one's just, it's a it's a it's a series that's been uh, developed now by Peter Gawler, who wrote Underbelly and Okay, okay. and um, Last King of the Cross and Andrew Keatis, and it's it's um, called the Greek. Oh right. And it's a bit soprano esque in the sense that um, this guy's a disgraced cop who runs an agency with his five daughters, mm-hmm. and it's the go to man when. You want something done that no one else can do. Right. Love, love yeah. the sounds of both of those. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then I'm writing a film with Chris, which is based on a true Chris story. Chris Anastasiadis. Anastasiadis. We met him not long on, ago, yeah. actually. It's based on a story about the um, group of guys who entered the Five-A-Side World Cup Championship right. in Seoul back in 2002. Well, Aussie guys. Greek Aussie guys, Chilean and whatever. And uh, they just wanted to win Victoria so they could go to Sydney and party. Because they're all about 28, 29, 30. And they win Victoria, they go to Sydney, they win Sydney, they go to Singapore, they win Singapore, now they're off to Seoul and they think, oh, we better take it. So they start training and and they go to Seoul and they win the World Cup Championship. Fuck, I but didn't know no that. one's ever documented no it. The, the Australian Soccer Federation at the time were ethnically cleansing the league. I don't know if you remember I that. I remember that. I do not. I so don't. the way, last thing I wanted to do was promote, was promote a bunch of wog boys that yeah. have just won the only Australian World Cup championship in football. Yeah, right. What so, a great, mm. three great, honestly, I'd yeah. watch all of them. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Wow. No, no, the other two are good. The other two have got money. It's it's that one's going to be the hardest one to fund. The, oh, last, the one? last one? You know, we've got a couple of people interested in the, the producing of it, but see, these things, I mean, as you, as you would all know, oh, yeah. you could spend, you know, ages sort of preparing and thinking when's it going to happen, when's it going to happen, and then something clicks. And then the the next part moves really quick. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or you know, it could it could work the other way. You think you've got it, and now it's about preparing it, and yeah. the preparation just just sort of keeps falling over. Mm. Yeah. So, and um, is this going to be like a like a Paramount or Stan or, or the Nine or something like that? Oh, a feature film. So Fe- who who? Oh, it's a who, feature, who, film. feature film. Sorry, so I thought film. it was a series. So with the features now, it's whoever he decides to attach to it, or whoever it. It distributes. Yeah, right, right, right. But the TV series is. Um, yeah, just not free to wear. Okay. Which one's the TV series, the Greek or the chef one? The TV series is called The Greek. The Greek, okay. Because I find the free to wear is like they slap it with so many commercials, you lose that. Yeah, of course. Uh, with you, a show like that, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't, I can't watch free to wear anymore. Yeah. It's hard. Now there's so much variety. It's hard to go back and yes, it just is. sit there and commercial. After. But it's Have you tried of... it? Have you tried going back to watch something on free to wear? I yeah, just watch the footy. My, when or... I go to my parents' place, because yeah. they have to watch Home and Away. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're, they're watching five minutes of a show, five minutes of a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. When we did the the Walk Boys three one, uh, Sarah Roberts was oh, yeah, obviously yeah. the lead, and his parents were so excited because like, oh, Sarah is in the show. <laughs> she's she's from home oh, they started watching Home and Away. Well, they didn't understand that she wasn't. A lesbian, um, that's a character that she plays. She ran away <laughs> in the series. She ran away. And where'd she go? And uh, they didn't understand that she was, when I told her that she was married, they were like, perplexed. Like, well, what are you talking about? She's uh, she's uh, like the girl. <laughs> but that's just her character, Mom. She's married. So, yeah. And you're also working on a new thing called uh, Life of Byron. Mm. You want to take Tell us Tell us about that. What this Life is all about. Of Byron. So, look, you know, oh, man, it was maybe five, six years ago. I was uh, watching George doing some stand-up and I thought, 
Man, this, this, this guy's too good just to be just doing... Because we've worked together quite a bit. He's got great acting chops. And, yeah. And I always had a, a big love of um, a show called Mother and Son. Yeah, love that show. You know, and George has got that endearing quality, which I thought it'd be interesting to see George in a piece with where he's trying to deal with a mother. So I came up with this idea that, you know, how do we make it about him trying to deal with his ageing mother? And it sort of evolved from there and Sally Faraday's come along as a writer as well and... And so the premise of the story, so anyway, so it's gone through a whole heap of process. We've had a heap of play reads to get it right. And it's about a guy in his 50s and his sister wants to put the mother in a home, Greek mother. And what happens to him is he feels so guilty about it. He has all these memories. That's why we got the glory box, the baolo. What's that in Italian? Yeah, baolo. Baolo, yeah. And from that, his memories comes in every stage of his life. He's bl- he realises that he's blamed his mother. It's always been her fault. And from that, we get a, a mixture of um, this comedic sort of level of, you know, with pathos and they're sad and you get angry, but we make sure the audience, we keep them light so we don't lose them at any point. And I just think it's put, you know, everyone's, not everyone, but most people have, are affected by it in one way. What do you do with the, you know, your ageing parents? Because absolutely, the, the man. ethnic parents, they don't want to go on home. No, no, they don't. They know? don't, man. I say to my mum, you know, what happens if you... She goes, I stay here till I die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After that, you do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> after, Isn't after that, that true, you do man? Yeah, just, there's something... I mean, something about that generation of, when they're from Europe, it's just their home. They want. It, they just do not want to leave home. It's very hard. It happened, without, happened without dad. He didn't happened want to without go. dad. Happened with uh, one of my uncles just recently. It was like, take everything. He was at the hospital. Mm. Just take everything out. Just bring me home. I want to finish there. I don't want to finish here. Yeah. Mm. So, so yeah, it is. It is. It is something that 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 uh, that happens. And so you've written. When does it go? When does it start? So we go to first preview eleventh of October. And just look, it's a two week season at the Alex in 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 St Kilda, Melbourne. Yep, the Alex and then Theater. we do two weeks at the factory at the venue Fuse Box. They're smaller theatres. Yep. Um, but it's it's really about because um, it's a new piece. And the audience don't know it. You sort of, you know, you sort of start small and see where it goes. Absolutely. And, and also, you don't want it in a bigger space because you you want to feel like you're in Byron's room. Okay. Yeah. You know, even you know, because he has flashbacks, but you want to constantly feel like you're in this little yep. this little house. So. So you'd be taking the audience on a journey of funny laughs and emotion, tears and anger. Yeah. And it sounds like a, a really exciting project to be a part of. Yeah. You know, it's, look. And George is loving it. He's going to, you know, I think it's, um, he's really invested in the character in the sense that he's, he's loving the idea of being Byron. So he's taken it really on board because it's, it's very How different you get the to stand up. Byron? It's a Greek name, Vironos. Oh, is what? it? I've had no idea. Is it? <laughs> but is I'm it? playing on the idea of Life of Brian. Oh, Life of, yeah, of course. Which is about yeah. him and his mother. Yeah, yeah. And it was a working title and it just, we never changed the working title. We just sort of stuck with it, and it's like it sort of works. It works. I yeah. like it. Some of the intellectuals think it's Lord Byron, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all right. I won't tell them it's not. They can come along. Yeah, you, they'll they'll you... be waiting for the marble conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At what point are they going to talk about the marble? <laughs> <laughs> are you? Um, so you're directing that. Yep. Are you are you acting in it at all? No, 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 no. So that's all on um, George Capagnaro. George and Maria Theodorakis. Theodorakis. Maria, yeah, won an AFI award for a film she did with Vince Colosimo yep. called Walking on Water. Okay. Um, she's a great talent and they're, they're totally, completely different style of actors, which is great. 
So I've got the task of actually trying to meld them together, which is good. That's awesome, sounds, man. And so Maria fun. will play all the different women in George's life. Oh, okay. So she's, I was going to say. plays the old mum, the go, younger okay. mum. Sister? The two or three girlfriends, the sister. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, shit. The, the, the girl that waxes George's... Um, because <laughs> uh, he goes to the character, we go through a midlife crisis. Yeah, his right. yeah and he, yeah. To, he <laughs> wants to wax everything. You know? yeah. uh, so you go through all that too. So we go and we go we go back as back as early as primary school um, oh. when he's having his first lessons in English. So you justify why he can't speak English properly. Then. Yeah, right. So you get a lot of that wog humour from there. Yeah, and then when he's fifteen, when he's got the attitude. You know, and, and so yeah, on and yeah, so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everything's his mother's fault because his dad died when he's the character's dad has died when he's younger. Okay, and you and you got George playing that young character, but plays as, all the male characters. As in young, you know, but they're all Byron. Plays, yeah, right. But they're all Byron in different ages. Yeah, got it. Oh, right. Okay, so, sounds great. So he's got his work cut out. Yeah, he does. I was going to say it's a tough gig for mm. both of those actors. Mm. Both George I reckon he'd do a good and, job uh, though, and and uh, Maria. To do that, and and you excuse my ignorance here, but is this the first thing you've this is the first thing you've directed? Or no, 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 no. Um, the, the last oh, years ago, we we wrote with Georgia a show called Last Proxy, and that was about two thirty-year-olds who had both found themselves living back with their parents. Yep, and their mothers had proxied them <laughs> to go on a date. Right? Yeah. Okay. But as they're getting ready to go on the date, they're having all these. Uh, we're having flashbacks of how bad their relationships have been, you know. So ah. there's that. No, that other stuff. So I work at VCA as well, Victorian College of the Arts. Yep. And I teach their um, third years and direct them and, uh, you know, and other stuff, yeah. There's You're just, all over it, man. And they're just talking about proxy, the proxy thing you wrote, we've got a segment called Proxy Match yeah. that we do. and We're not doing it today, but we've done it in the past. We're so trying yeah. to bring we're trying to, people we're trying together. To, we're trying to proxy people. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do, we do that the in big, the Big Fat Greek show. We do Perfect Proxy. Uh, what I call it? Perfect Proxy Match or something. Do you? I bring audience members up. Yeah? I blindfold them. Oh, no way. And then we do like a perfect match and then... Oh. We're, oh but, the, but the classic is that George is one of the female contestants, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's dressed as Ellie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So if the, if the guy ends up, because he's blindfolded, if he ends up picking George as Ellie, well, it's, the show's going to go this way. Yeah, then. that's right. But if he picks one of the other girls, it'll go a different way. Go that way. So yeah. we don't know no, which way... Which way it's going to go. It's going to go. Thanks so much for coming in, man. Thank you guys. It was a lot of lot of fun, and just we've we've loved that character for so many years. Did you say government guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same voice. Like, it's your same. voice hasn't changed at all. It's the same. <laughs> same. That's a true actor right there. He just turns it on. <laughs> no, thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks for coming in. Good, Good luck. luck with uh, Life of Byron and those other projects that you're doing as well. Thank I'd you. love to see them. Um, come to fruition. Um, right, and if they want to go, to, oh, lifeofbyron.com, guys, and. Lifeofbyron.com, Melbourne at the Alex Theatre, 11th to the 11th of 22nd. 22nd October, and Sydney, the Fuse Box. Which uh, is the Factory Theatre. Factory oh, yeah. Theatre, 31st of October to the 12th of November. We're definitely going to go to the one in Melbourne. Absolutely, 100%. man. Well, we'll have you opening night for sure. Of course. Yeah, thank you. Great. I'll thank bring, you we'll, so much. We'll bring the, we'll bring the pizzas. <laughs> anyway, you thank you so much thank for you coming guys. in. It's a pleasure. And that's it for another episode of the Saucy Meatballs podcast. Ciao. Ciao, 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 